Hello and welcome everybody to That's So Funny. My name is Ryan Neal, aka The Neal Experience, and today I have Bandio, aka The Old Gamer Dad with me. You can find him on Mixer and you can find him on Twitter, both at The Old Gamer Dad. He is a streamer and he plays, right now I'm playing Tarkov, but he also has played Destiny, Division, and things like that. He prefers sci-fi shooters and things like that. We had a great time. We talked about a few things, you know, like game lore, uh, especially about Halo and Gears of War. We talked about some of our favorite TV series, what it means to be a nerd versus a geek. Uh, we also talked about, you know, LARPing. And, but we had a great time. I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Take, take care. We were talking about uh, Path of Exile. And because I was playing Wilson today, and yeah, man, I it, it's funny with, with like games in general, not even just Path of Exile, but like when you hop in and there's no like immediate help, I don't want to be helped too much, but I'm like, Path of Exile felt like it was just like, well, here's 900 skills, and I hope you figure it out. Um, I think we call that baptism by fire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it really is, man. There was a game I played recently uh that i really liked because it didn't it didn't go maybe you should go over here or maybe this but it would tell you like vague things it would be like oh it was uh this game called the sunken city okay and i haven't played that one it's very interesting it's got like a uh oh what's the word what's the guy that wrote the end of cthulhu what's his name um gosh he, oh. wrote, he wrote like a ton of stuff like that but like it, it's it's very along on that theme yeah yeah, I, I've watched some people play it, I think, but I haven't actually played it myself. I I'm, I actually like to play games like that. I mean, one of the biggest ones I play right now is, uh, is <laughs> Escape from Tarkov, and that game definitely doesn't hold your hand. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get on that in a second. <laughs> well, Tarkov is definitely something that we're going to talk about. Okay. Um, H.P. Lovecraft is his name. So H.P. Yeah, Lovecraft, yeah. he... Uh, he committed, he admitted like Cthulhu and like a lot of uh, weird, just like a weird universe. And there's like a kind of noir, like, uh, or noir, sorry, noir, um, like detective field of the game. And I remember like getting into it, like you, you'd be like, well, uh, one thing I, I, I liked and disliked this, it, it would give you hints on where people were, but it would just give you the crossroads. And I'm like, so you're going to make me find this on the map instead of just marking it for me. Like, I, I don't mind not hand-holding, but, like, give me a hint. Like, maybe go talk to this person, and, like, I have to kind of, like, investigate. Like, that would have been cool. But, like, just tell me where it is, and then I have to go physically do the, the legwork. It's kind of lazy. But, yeah, Tarkov, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. boy. Yeah, they... So, so I have over 700 hours on this wipe on oh Tarkov. Oh, my gosh, dude. That's I may have awesome. I may have played it a little bit. <laughs> well, you were playing... Honestly, dude... One thing that I love is when you know someone that was playing a game before it gets big. You were playing Tarkov like at the beginning, like yes, right, like right off the bat. Before when when no one knew what Tarkov was, like before you know the big quote unquote people had played it, and you know it blew up. I think it blew up when the Twitch drops occurred because that's when everyone yeah, was it playing it. Yeah, um, it did, and unfortunately, I mean it's it's kind of like a good good news bad news type of thing because. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the fact that people are, are more exposed to it. Uh, it makes the game more exciting when there's more PvP to be had, but at the same time, um, 
<laughs> Battlestate Games was just not prepared. Uh, they their servers. I mean, I ha- the best analogy I have would probably be that that meme that you see the got the dog sitting at the coffee table. <laughs> they on, on fire. fire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be their this servers is fine. right now. This is fine. <laughs> this is all good. <laughs> yeah, Rough, but man. it is is definitely one of those games that um, does not hold your hand. Does not give you. There is no real tutorial. There is no tutorial in the game. No. Um, it's really trial by fire, figuring things out, watching videos, talking to other people that play. Because um, that game is all about map knowledge. If you know where things spawn, if you know where people are coming from, you can be prepared. And that, and I, I like the tactical gameplay. Um, I'm sure you've watched when I've played with other guys. Uh, we tend to be a little more tactical. In the mm-hmm. game. Well, I, I like that a lot too about it. It's kind of like that Ghost Recon kind of feel, where it's like you know when you're in a squad and you, I, I was I've watched a ton of clips where like people kill their teammates. <laughs> I don't know why, but I there is something both equally hilarious and equally like just kind of sad and like in my head I'm like why don't I feel like your teammates maybe should be marked, but I'm like no that's kind of against the whole thing of the game. There's not it's there is no UI. You know the UI no. is other than your menu. You, when you're when you're out of men, your menu, there is no UI. You have no reticles, like no cursors, nothing. So it's like it. It's I think one, it's very immersive, mm-hmm. and two, it's it kind of gives you the feel of like I don't know completion almost. Like when you finally get kind of like uh, adequated to it, and you know you kind of become used to it, and you're able to narrate, survive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, when you're able to like you know navigate that terrain, those all those crazy maps. It's it, you feel like you've accomplished something, and I, I've always admired that about video games. When it's like you put in the hours, you you know, dedication, whatever, and you've become good at this. And, you know, I, it's something in video games that I've always liked because I think, I think some video games are starting to casual or sorry, cater too much to like casual gameplay, where it's like you can play for an hour and be almost as good as this other player, like you were saying, who's played for seven hundred hours. And it, oh, that's it, just a swipe. Since <laughs> <laughs> uh, when did the wipe happen? January? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I want to see. And, but but the thing is, is like you're going to recover from that so quickly because you're going to be able to like, all right, we're going to go here, run this, you know, get this, get out. Like yeah. I watched, I watched a video of Shroud where he did a hardcore character. I don't know if you've oh. seen this, where yes, he have he started a yeah. character. He deleted everything, mm-hmm. literally everything. I'm like, you're a madman. So there's that. Yeah, that's not me. <laughs> well, it's like my, my my survival rate's like in the 30s, um, and that's considered decent. Yeah. Because um, you know it's like you were talking about the team kill thing. Um, it does happen, uh, and it's usually a breakdown in communication. I mean, a mutual friend of ours, uh, I got him playing, which is uh, uh, Praetorian. Got Praetorian playing with us, and he had flanked right and didn't tell me he was flanking right. Mm-hmm. And but I you come see movement. <laughs> You're like, what is yeah, this? Well, <laughs> well, what happened was I went to the left, and there's two people standing next uh, to my right now, right? Okay. And one of them's jumping up and down. I was like, are you jumping? He said no, and I shot up the dude in the head, and then immediately shot the guy right next to him, which happened to be prey. <laughs> but you know. He, I didn't know where he was at. That's where I was talking about the communication piece. Yeah. Typically, that's what ends up happening is communication breaks down because you're right. There is no UI. There's nothing that tells you how much ammo you have. You have to really kind of pay attention to that. There's no compass. There's no directionals. Um, you basically have to 
I, I you know, anytime I play with somebody who's new, and I've sherpa quite a few folks into this game, um, it's all about, hey, I'm going right, or I'm doing this, or I'm doing that, mm-hmm. or I'm very I'm on descriptive. Your yeah, I'm on your six. That way, if I spin around, I know that there's somebody behind me that's on my team. I'm not just going to start shooting, you know, so because the time to die is that quick. I mean, because they're, you know, if you're not wearing armor or they hit some places unarmored, you're going to go down. And you're going to go shot. down mm-hmm. very fast. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> well, it, yeah. it's something I mean, it's something to be said, like I said, where it, you don't get handheld. So. I mean that. Think about old school video games. I mean, you. Oh yeah. You're obviously ancient, so. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> hey man. Just because, I, hey, just because I'm having my 47th birthday here in three days doesn't mean nothing, right? Forty, just 47? I thought you were like six. No. Ouch. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Honestly, I, I remember. I remember. I think when we met, you were 45. So that probably, that makes sense because it's probably 43 it's just, actually because. I started. Um, I started three years ago this this month. So I you were one of the first streamers I met. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is right. Yeah, I remember you. Did I remember the first time you raided me? Actually, I, <laughs> yeah. I got butchered your name. I was like, Bendio. Bendio. Like, cause it looks <laughs> Hispanic. Dude, it looks like it's, it looks like a Spanish word, man. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, it's. Like I mean, old school video games. I played. I played all the way back from like regular Nintendo. I didn't really ever do like Atari. My parents had Atari, but I never. I think I was like maybe one when they got got it and got rid of it. I so played my uh, first. Yeah, my first video game console was an Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I played games back on the Apple Two C in school. The old Oregon Trail stuff you yep. hear about. Um, <laughs> so everyone should have to play yeah. Oregon Trail. Hell yeah! You know. And know that you can just die. You know, on a whim for dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you see someone named Terry, you do not disrespect him. <laughs> no, I yeah, I've been playing. I've been a gamer for you know most of my life. Um, like I started off on Atari. I've had Sega. I've had Nintendo. I've had Xbox. Um, I really became a PC gamer. I want to say in the late nineties. Wow. And, okay been that way ever since so um i have a very eclectic <laughs> uh range of games um that's why i've always liked to call myself a variety streamer but i have let me, let me check i want to say that number's grown i currently have um 477 games in my steam oh my gosh i have i have to see how many i have now what do, you, what do you see the number oh i have 100 i have 148 okay that's not crazy because I, those are rookie numbers. Those, I know those are rookie numbers, man. <laughs> well, it's funny. I, okay, so out of those seven hundred games, how many have you actually played? Well, four seventy-seven, and I want probably. I mean, played to completion, not very many. Played at least an hour or two on them. Um, I want to say probably about eighty percent of them. Oh wow, okay, that's impressive. I I have a lot of games. Like I bought all the Final Fantasy games when they were on sale. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have played seven, eight, nine, ten, uh, and ten two. Yeah, ten two uh, before. Obviously, I've played eleven. But man, i i bought a, I've bought a ton of games that I just haven't played uh, because it's just hard to find time to play all the games you want to play. There's just too many video games in the world. I understand that completely. You know, between working full time and kids. Yep. 
everything else, you know. But so my turn to turn around. What's probably your all-time series favorite series? Ooh, I mean, so would you consider Final Fantasy a series? Like they're not yeah, sequential. Sure. Okay. Um, had to make a series. So I haven't played the second of the series. So my favorite video game of all time is probably Tales of Destiny. I've talked about this before, but it's a single player RPG from the PS1. Now there is a second one that I haven't played that has really good reviews as well. So I, if I, I mean, Final Fantasy, I've liked a lot of them. I haven't really played a quote unquote bad Final Fantasy. I wasn't a huge fan of the most recent one, 15. It's just very different. And I didn't feel like I didn't, I, I wasn't hooked in the story. There was also like just some like travel aspects of it that were really boring. Like to get around, you had to literally sit in a car for minutes at, at a time and i'm like like, it, like four minutes doesn't sound like that long but like when you, when it's like okay i just did this quest let me go turn it in all right let me wait four minutes and it's you like ever played eve, you ever played eve online no but my cousin my cousin's huge into eve online that's the spaceship one right right yeah he loves it um or you have to, elite dangerous you can spend yeah. hours just going from one system to the other yeah, I've yeah, I've seen uh Papadopoulos play that and it's yep, like yep. not I can't do it, man. I can't I mean like I don't I don't want games to be inundated with fast travel because I think that takes away from getting to experience the world. You know, like uh you know, uh what what game did I recently play? Witcher three. It has fast travel points, but you can't just go, All right, I finished that quest, I'm in, like I'm at the end of this dungeon. Fast travel. No, you have to like go outside, go find a fast travel point. And you know, then you can fast travel, and I like it because you still, you still like feel like you're you're going somewhere. You're you know, like you're still exploring the region, but fast travel can be very hindering uh, if it if there's not any fast travel, obviously. But also, it can go overboard where it's just like I'm just clicking on points and barely experiencing the middle world where you know there's not a city or a quest. Because sometimes you find some really cool things, uh, you know. That, that like little Easter eggs that designers will put in. I love those where it's like, what is this? Like, I, I remember one time I stumbled upon two people having a conversation and they were just talking about like the game's previous game. I can't remember what game it is, but I think it might have been one of the Assassin's Creed. And they're like, they, like they weren't, they didn't say the game out loud, but they're like, yeah, good thing we're not in this area. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, oh, it, yeah, I love, I love it when games do that. Um, so yeah, uh, I so for, if I were to say for myself, um, here my all time favorite. After that, series. I have another question. That's where I don't remind myself. But you uh, don't. Yeah, uh, my all time favorite series is actually two of them. One would be Gears of War, and the other one's Halo. Halo is really good, man. I yeah, I never got into Gears of War. I, okay, I played Gears of War one, and I really liked it, but I never got into the other ones for. for I just think I got kind of out of them. I don't know. So this is my geek showing here, but I got so into both of those series that I read all the books that were out, yeah. played all the games to completion. Um, in fact, a uh, little funny story, when Gears 3 came out, they had this big launch party um, at the, over at the GameStop that was close to my house at the time. And went down there, it was a midnight launch party, and they were having trivia. They actually asked me to stop answering the questions because I would get them all before anybody else had a chance to answer. <laughs> Hey man, when you got it, you got it, man, bro. So, yeah, <laughs> people. I mean, well, the thing is, like, when you're into something like like uh, Elder Scrolls, like I remember, I I have never done this, but I know people 
will catalog like Elder Scrolls lore and you know there's they make like physical books out of them and stuff like that. And then uh for Halo, bro, I the only I have actually read one of the books and I loved it. I I read The Fall of Reach where you kind of mm-hmm. get the intro to Spartan 117 and kind of like it's kind of felt like I don't know if you've ever read Ender's Game, but it had kind of like a somewhat feel of that where he's like the chosen one, the child, you know. Well, yeah, and this is going into the lore of Halo and stuff, but that's the whole thing with it is that the US, uh, USNC uh, created the Spartan program, but it was kind of like on the side. Nobody really knew about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they did is they, they basically, it was almost like they kidnapped all these orphans and basically made them part of the Spartan program, and many of them didn't survive. Um, yeah. Didn't uh, converted. Um, so yeah, and then of course after Reach, the only Spartan left was uh, Master Don. Chief. Yeah. So yeah, I told you I I I read. <laughs> so did um, you did you watch the movie uh, Forward Unto Dawn? Absolutely. I Man, just watched it again just recently. I need to rewatch it because I it's just so good. I oh, I remember yeah. I watched it the first and I'm like, for the first hour I was like, okay, they're kind of you know. You know, it's it's exploring some like minor characters, like you know, not minor characters, just like extras almost. But I really liked how it like kind of let you into their lives, and then like shit hit the fan, and Master Chief showed up, and I was like, "This is sick!" <laughs> like, well, it's like, have you ever played ODST? Yeah, that's a yeah, it's a good. good and I, besides the fact that Nathan Fillion is on there, and anything that he touches seems to mm-hmm. go well, but um. The fact is, though, that one of the things I think that makes it so beloved in the series among fans is that it wasn't focused on the Spartan program. Yeah, it was focused on kind of the everyman, if well, you will. You're like, yeah, it's it's more relatable because yeah. it's like you could be this person, you can't be Master Chief. And if now I will say, there's something about fantasy and sci-fi wanting to be this, you know, kind of like superhero or just hero. And, you know, it's like, but you're not a Spartan, but like these ODSTs, they're just like regular Marines, you know, I mean, not regular, but you know what I'm saying? They're, it would be like the paratroopers uh, exactly, you know, or yeah. something like that, you know, I mean, they're, they're special forces, but it's the fact that these guys are badasses, but they're relatable. And it's definitely, it was, like I said, it was the first time that the Halo series didn't focus on the Spartans, you yeah. know, um, the the whole re-release of the Master Chief collection, I think, is actually kind of cool. I mean, the fact they started off with Reach, uh, which in a lot of people's minds was one of the better um, storylines in the yeah. game. So, um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, those those are two that I've like. I know a lot of the back lore, and it's funny. I'm kind of that way when it comes to something, whether it be a game, um, it be a show. Uh, in some cases, uh, I oh, like to research. Deep. Okay. Oh, I, I I like to research stuff. Um, like Escape from Tarkov, kind of going a little bit back on that. A lot of folks play it and they just play it, but I kind of gotten into okay, what ammo is the better ammo? What armor does good against this armor? Um, where is this stuff located? What do I need to do to do this task? And it's just sometimes when I have downtime, I like to look that stuff up. So, yeah, I oh my, uh, sorry, my mic muted for a second. I um, there are certain games where it make like. I haven't really gotten to a game, but the only thing I can think of, like, uh, as far as a medium, was the Lord of the Rings books. Mm-hmm. I went, I, I remember, I think my last watch, uh, watch through of them all, 
I just got really interested in like, well, you know, there are other people like Gandalf and, you know, Saruman, and I know like who the main ones are, but it's like, I want to know who all of them are. Like, where did they come from? Like, you know, and then like, there's so much lore out there for Lord of the Rings, especially. Oh yeah, that, because I mean, the, the the trilogy focuses on just that. The yeah. Trilogy. Yeah. You it's, have the similarian. You have a lot of different stuff that was, you know, didn't focus on the Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. I mean, that's you know the stuff that happened with uh, the Hobbit. You know, it's just yeah. There's a lot of other characters, and there's some stuff that, if you've read the books is a nod to that, you know, um, Thor, uh, the, the, gosh, now I can't remember his name, but the, the king under the mountain, um, um, Theoden, Theoden. Yeah. Yeah. And Oakenshield. Well, he's, you know, if you listen to Gimli's full name, he's related. Yeah. That's Theoden. Yeah. And yeah, they are. Yeah. I remember I, I should looked up the, the family tree there. It's like Gimli's uncle was Aiden's like nephew or something right something like that it, it was something weird like that where you know it and I, I something that always interests me about like lord of the rings books is like when they go to the mines of moria like why did no one know like that it was like abandoned and like had been run run over by uh orcs and so like i it's like i want to know that and it's like i want to know all these other things like it's it's like you know, you're not presented with this information, and so it's like, why weren't these characters in on this? And it's like, you find out that, like, Gandalf had been too busy. He had heard about it, but it's like, he had been too busy to know, you know, to check it out for himself. And Gimli didn't know at all, because he thought he they were going to have a warm welcome. Well, you know, like in the movies, they never really get into the difference between the gray and the white robes. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. uh, it just, just happened, but nobody really knows why. If you read the books, the books you know, explain that Grey was more neutral. Gandalf was known for trying to help, but not really helping one side or the other. He he liked to stay out of things. And then when he gave, became Gandalf the White for for saving the rest, you know, that's why they gave him the White. Yeah, the, the robes, uh, I, it's funny because it's, I mean, I think, with obviously with Tolkien being a Christian author too, like you're supposed to, I think, I think Gandalf's supposed to be like, you know, Jesus to an extent. Like he is an angel kind of in the Tolkien lore. And it's very symbolic. Like, you know, like he kind of dies basically and then he gets, you know, he comes back. And it's. Well, if you remember, he was part of the, uh, what was the name for it? It's kind of like, there's only seven of them. Uh, and... they're, they're, they're like the angels. I forget what they're called. But yeah, um, it's like it's like a council or something. I forget. Is it Yavanna? That no, that's that's the person's name. I forget their their names. He's an Anor or Maiar, I think. Um, of the yeah, so they originated as members Anor. Uh, the first beings whom uh, Uru created. And there was uh, five of them, I guess. Saruman, Gandalf, Radagast, Altar, and Pelea. The two blue wizards, yeah. Yeah. But um, there were basically kind of immortal in a sense, mm -hmm. I guess. You know, So that was one of the things that, yeah, he died to the Balrog, but not really because they yeah. are. But they, they're very, very, very long-lived. You know, uh, obviously he they go to the west, um, and he goes with them. So you know, it's just a lot. There's a well, lot of stuff. Oh, there's just so many things. And I, well, I just I think like 
you know, having like having that like little bit of like lore to be able to like delve into is really fun. Kind of, I mean, kind of like you were saying with uh, with like Halo and you know Gears of War. Like Halo has all these books, and it's like, yeah, the games are great, and you can play just the games and understand you know what's it's about. But it's like the tip of the iceberg type feel. You know, it's like this is just a glimpse of this whole universe. Same with like you know, uh, like Star well, Trek Gears movies. Gears of War is huge on that. I mean, because you look at Gears of War, they never really talk about the uh, independent, uh, the UIR. They never really talk about how Hammer of Dawn came into play um, in the games. You get that in the books. I mean, the books follow um, Dom and uh, um, uh, Marcus back when they were originally uh, Cox. You know, before they before this this stuff of Gears of War happened, uh, there's some of the books actually go up to the point where Marcus gets imprisoned. Wow. You know, so it, it covers a lot of that stuff. Um, you know, that's that's like I said when I went to that <laughs> when I went to that thing, they actually asked me to st- uh, stop answering the questions so that other people could win prices. <laughs> now, I know I know with Halo, the games came out first, and then they started writing a whole lot of books. Mm-hmm. Is that is that the same with Gears of War, or were there books before? Um, no, I want to say that the books came out after. Okay. Um, but the authors kind of filled in some of the backstory because if you look at Gears one, two, three, four. You know, and now we're on Gears 5. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of gap at times in between each of them, yeah. right? Um, between Gears 3 and Gears 4, there's a huge gap because they, you know, it, and how Marcus handles Dom's uh, death. And even going into Gears 5, um, you've got, uh, you know, now you instead of it following Marcus as the main character, now you're following his daughter or his son and, and, and uh, Dom's daughter, you know? It's just a lot of interesting things with that, I think. So... Or not Dom's daughter. It was um. Oh shoot, who was? She? Now I'm drawing a blank. Anyway, <laughs> so we talked about our favorite series. And by the way, I think my answer probably would just to kind of call back to that. I I, I talked about Tales of Destiny. I I guess my favorite my answer would be Final Fantasy because I've played so many of those games and like I played Final Fantasy Eleven. It's an uh, that was the first MMO. Oh, I uh, did too. I played it for five years and. I had a year of logged time. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was a big chunk of my life into that game. So I used to be huge, 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 huge in MMOs. Yeah. Um, started off, my very first MMO I played was Ultima Online when yep. it first came out. Um, then I played Everquest, I played uh, Dark Ages of Camelot, if you've ever heard of that one. Uh, yeah. There's not probably not an MMO that was big that I haven't heard about. Well, I mean, I even played some that are no longer like Earth and Beyond was the one I really enjoyed. Um, but yeah, I played almost, I played a lot of MMOs. I kind of gotten away from it, I think, as I gotten older, just because I just so much time, time. Yeah, it's yeah. just too much time. I mean, I, I it's funny. Me and my friend have talked about it because we both played Eleven, and we've he plays WoW now, and he he kind of made a good point. He's like, people, you know, it's like that's kind of like a age of the past type thing. It's People don't have the time anymore. It's, you know, I also think just culture in general, like, I mean, you might be able to have a little bit more uh, experience on this than me, but I'm, I just turned 30 in September and I'm already seeing kind of like a, it, I feel as, as though new gamers aren't, they don't have the attention span that like, you know, I had when I was, you know, 14 or 15 because it just feels like everybody wants immediate, like, immediate rewards and stuff like that yeah 
Well, I mean, because I played EverQuest back when you died, you you dropped. You yeah, you dropped all your you, stuff. You dropped all your stuff, and you had to go do either get really friendly with a necromancer, or you had to naked run all the way down to the bottom of the dungeon to get your gear. Which <laughs> Lord knows how many times I used to do that. Um, just yeah, I mean, it was it was brutal when you went down Ultima Online. Um, you died. You dropped all your gear, you know, and odds are it wasn't going to be there when you got back. You yeah, know? Um, rough. Yeah, th that's that. So the MMOs have obviously changed a lot since then. Um, I think there's two reasons why I, I kind of stopped playing the MMOC. Though one is time. Um, you know, again, I'm working full time. I have a career to worry about, a family to worry about, and gaming. Well, you know, for me, gaming, and this is kind of rolls into the second piece. Is more of a social uh, thing for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, for those of you guys that watch my show, you notice that I don't stream solo very often. Most of the time I have people hanging out and we're playing games together. Um, and it's a bunch of regulars that I've been friends with for years. I mean, Rivantos, him and I were DJs together at D&D Radio. So I've known him for 12 years now? 12 years, yeah. So... Um, I, and that's where I enjoy doing it. I enjoy hanging out with people. I enjoy having fun. I, I don't game solo a whole lot, to be honest. Yeah, I remember when I when I first met you, talking about remembering you know, your first time, the first time you raided me, I remember coming to your stream, and you just had, like, you always had, like, three or four people just hanging out, playing Division, mm -hmm. and, like, you know, just having a good time. I think that's, it's, you know, it's funny, I there's been a change in online gaming, I feel, over the past, like, 10-ish years. Like, I remember back when I was probably even younger, I remember playing on the original Xbox, playing, like, Call of Duty and stuff like that, and everyone, you know, had a mic, and, you know, were just, like, you know, mostly talking crap to each other, but... Oh, yeah. But everyone had a mic. Nowadays, like, it's so hard to, like, get into a game where someone has a mic. Normally, people are in, like, they're, like, in their own parties, and... They don't want to talk to their team, you know, whatever. And I'm like, that's like, that's like half the fun, you know, the social aspect of gaming. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's funny because, you know, and you probably could get go with this, too. <laughs> I play games that have VoIP. I tend to turn VoIP off um, because I I want to I want to have fun. I want to hang out with friends. But also, as a streamer, I don't want to hear something that I definitely don't want on air. And people sometimes are like that. Uh, PUBG was notorious about that, you know. Um, I don't know. I just, for me, it's it's just, it, you're right. It, it, it's hard. I can remember some of the friends I've met over the years playing games. Some of them have been random folks. But at the same token, that doesn't, I, to me, that doesn't happen as much anymore because people tend to be more, I don't know if secular is the right word, but I think you know what I'm getting at. Yeah, they almost like, I would say almost introverted or you know secluded like they just they don't yeah. want to they don't want to interact and it's i mean i i was it's funny because you would think being a streamer that i would be super extroverted but i mean and i am on my stream but expending all that energy there makes me more introverted in real life like you know i still hang out with my friends and stuff all the time but i'm i don't want to like go out as much i don't want to you know I don't want to hang out like three or four times a night or four, four times a week. I also don't have time to, neither do my friends. Well, yeah. Um, it's hard, <laughs> man. Like, I think, I think, you know, and kind of like tie it back in, I think just, I feel also the younger generation has a shorter attention span. This could just me, you know, me being like, you know, 
hashtag okay boomer right now but like <laughs> but i feel like the the attention span and i think it's somewhat due to social media i i know my attention span gets shorter with social media like i'll like i'll get ready for work in the morning right and i don't know if you can relate to this but i'll check my phone like while i'm putting my shoes on and then i look up and i'm like oh yeah i just wasted five minutes looking at my phone like i need like i need to go to work and uh it's just it's tough man i mean i think social media is probably the most addicting thing i've ever had to deal with but yeah yeah i mean you're not wrong there i can find myself wasting time sometimes i'll be i'll sit down on my computer sometimes at night with the intention of just checking email oh, or something yeah. like that and then look at the clock and went oh crap it's one o'clock in the morning i did that the, i did that the other night man i was i don't know i think it was i think it was like Friday night, maybe? No, that, yeah, it was just Friday last night. I don't know what night it was. I, oh, I think, it, <laughs> but I, I, I had just gotten done streaming, and I was well in my head. I had just gotten done streaming, and I was like playing a video game. What had happened was I, I remember now. I went, I finished streaming. I went and got food, and then I came home and like, uh, I like ate, I ate and watched like some TV or whatever, some Netflix, and I, I was like, oh, I'll play a couple games of like Fortnite or whatever. And then I'm like, okay, I'm getting tired. I was like, but it's it's probably pretty early. I, you know, it's probably only like, you know, 2.30. I look up and it's like 4.45 and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I need to go to sleep because I don't want to wake up at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Also known as the civil, any of the One more turn. <laughs> yeah, one more, dude, one more game is the most like lied about, th you, that is you lying to yourself. That, that's all right. that is. That is all. I'm that just is. gonna do one more turn because I want to get this done. Yeah, I'll try then, one more time. You know, yep. like I'm sure it'll work. <laughs> like it's okay. Um, it's 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 such a, a lie. Uh, so yeah, that reminds me. I have a question for you. Sure. Uh, I I experienced something that I think I don't know if this is a real thing. I don't know if this is like something someone's already invented. But I invented a name for what I uh, this thing that I experienced when. Let's say, for instance, I, me and you, right? We talk, like we do this mm -hmm. podcast, and then like a month from now, an actual month, you know, you're like, "Hey, man, had a really fun time on the podcast." Blah blah blah. You'd be lying to me, but you know, <laughs> just say I had a good time on the podcast, and then I'm like, "Oh yeah, dude, like yeah, that was just two like two weeks ago," and you're like, "No, it was a month ago, dude." And I, <laughs> I'm like, "What? It doesn't. That's not right." I, so I call it time compression, where like since a lot of my days are very much the same where it's like go to work come home stream go to sleep you know live die repeat like it's mm -hmm. very much the same i think i it's like my head compresses it all and it's like yeah you've had a lot of days but since they've been alike you don't feel like there have been a lot of days like it could have been four days that have been all the same but in your head it's been like one maybe two so um those of us that are late 40s we call that crs disease okay maybe I'm, I'm 30. I'm 30, Bendio. So, so yeah, well, those of us in our 40s, we call that uh, CRS disease. Can't remember shit. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> or or um, also known as sometimers. Sometimes I remember, sometimes I forget. But see, I have I have a really good memory. Like, I can recall things. Like, you know, if I hear a song, I can, like, I can tell you the movie and scene it was in sometimes. I don't know why I have a memory for that. But, like... <laughs> But, like, my memory on, like, you know, time is terrible sometimes. Like, legit, I've had experiences where it was like, yeah, we had a really fun doing that thing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was, like, what, two months ago? 
and they were like that was last year and i'm like what <laughs> you're like like it, yeah it's just it's crazy because i mm-hmm. and i the reason i've like invented in my head is that like i said it's very repetitious and like mm-hmm. it's just my brain is like well these are the same thing we're just going to group all these together it's it all well i think sometimes it's it's Focus, I guess, would be the best word mm-hmm. for it. Because, I mean, shoot, I just did this yesterday. I was driving, so my wife asked me to go down to the optometrist and pick up her glasses. I've made that drive, Lord knows how many hundreds of times, because it's right, kind of around the corner from the house. But I had my mind on something else and completely missed a turn. I was like, wait, how did I get here? <laughs> you know. Um, but it's the same thing when we're gaming it's the same thing you know oh, i don't know if you're a, a, a big reader but i'm a huge i like to read books all the time and i don't know how many times i'd be like okay well just one more chapter or i can't end it here and just suddenly realize how late it is or um but as far as like memory stuff man i i, I want to say that i I have a decent memory, but it's like I got so much useless crap in my head that it seems like the important stuff has no room to go. <laughs> I, I completely understand that. I I don't read a whole lot. I want to read more, but it's – so right now, it, honestly, I think a lot of it's due to the way my room is set up. Mm-hmm. My computer's like right next to my bed, so I just – I don't really like – if I'm on my computer, I just stay on that till I get tired, turn, turn it off, go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm moving soon, and you know some people, most people know that because I've announced, I've talked about it on stream. But uh, I'm moving soon, and in my new house, my computer will not be in the same room that I sleep in. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, like when I get off stream, you know, I'll just go in my room and like have like a TV in there that I can watch, or like I'll have a lamp, you know, I can read. But I do want to read more. I there's a lot of like I love fantasy books, man. I love like yeah. you know I've read Lord of the Rings three times. I've read Harry Potter twice, maybe. Oh. See, I see. I, I so I have a Kindle. Um, oh, you're just you're just like reading all the time, then, huh? Yes. Um, well, so my job is I, I'm working uh, for the federal government in the Census Bureau, and I'm an IT clerk. So there are sometimes, you know, and I, I was still in Rivantos just the other night. I have quickly learned that IT is one of two states, either. Everything is incredibly boring and nothing's going on, or everything's on fire. Everything's broke. Yep. Yeah. So I worked in IT um, for like three weeks, and I. <laughs> oh, so when it's downtime, I'll th- I'll pull up my Kindle and just kind of read sit mm-hmm. there and read a book while I'm waiting for the next call or for the next emergency to happen. Or yep. if I go to a doctor's appointment and I'm sitting there waiting in the you know in the lobby or you know whatever the case might be, I'll sit there and read. Um, Reading is so, really good for your brain, man. Oh well, you know, I I don't know about that. It's for well, me. The results know. don't show. The re- they, they don't show with you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying a fact. Yeah. You know. I was making a joke. <laughs> <laughs> that all being said, no, I'm I'm a I'm a huge reader. I, truth is, because I I actually went ahead and I've had Kindle Unlimited for a couple of years now. I probably go through I want to say f- anywhere between five and seven books a month. Okay. So, so what book series or book, it could be a single book, would you love to see made into a video game? Oh my goodness. You only get to pick one. Like you can pick one series or one single book if it's not a series. So hmm. Yeah, that's interesting because a lot of times the, some of the stuff I read will be like tie offs. Oh, okay. Off from, 
because I like again, I'm one of those people that like to dig into stuff. Uh, right now, I've been reading a series that is wouldn't probably make a very good video game, but it's actually by one of my one of my new favorite authors is uh, a guy by the name of Christopher Nutell. Okay. Uh, he has made a series called The Empire, uh, the, the Empire Core. And so I've been getting a lot into sci-fi, military sci-fi lately. All right. Um, so it's like, um, kind of like way, way out in the future, but it's the U.S. Marine Corps if it evolved into the space uh, force, if you will. That's and, already happening. Uh, I don't Well, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's like the, the Earth is really bad off, and the government That's... is really, really bad, and the military is just kind of left out to dry half the time um and it you said this is really off. off in the future yeah that's what it's, it says this, anyway. this, this is current <laughs> events i don't know if you <laughs> but it's it's actually the tactics in it and reading oh, it okay. just it's just really kind of it's a really good series there's probably 13 books in the series right now um so Wait. i every time he releases a new book i i read it probably in a few days <laughs> i mean I remember when Harry Potter was releasing new books, or sorry, J.K. Rowling, when, when the new Harry Potter books were coming out, when the seventh book came out, man, me and my friend went and got it, and we read it that night, because there was a midnight release. We stayed up to like 4 or 5 a.m. just like trying oh, to yeah. read the whole book, because it was just like, we have to know how this ends. <laughs> yeah, so that anticipation question, is crazy. I, I really don't have one I can think of. Cause what about a is... movie? A book into a movie, maybe? Oh, I think that the Empire Court make an interesting movie if done really? right um just in the way that it's it's done um i mean i don't know i mean i it's funny because as of late I, my big thing has been watching certain series and stuff like i've been devouring series on netflix um travelers is a good series i just recently watched um the second season alter carbon came out oh man i am i cannot wait i have i haven't watched any of it it came out oh. thursday I haven't okay, watched I any I of it. I won't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. I Well, so, I love Anthony Mackie, the guy that's playing Takashi now. I love him as yes. an actor, so I'm like, that's really cool. And he's also kind of like a bigger actor. Like, season one didn't have that many super famous people. Like, mm -hmm. the, the guy that played Takashi season one, the white guy, he was in, like, Suicide Squad, and he was also in, like, mm -hmm. a, one other movie I remember watching. Uh, but he he's not, like... He's not an Avenger, you know, he's not. <laughs> right. So, well, the concept behind Altered Carbon, I think, is very interesting. Too, agreed. You know, that they, they've gotten so used to having the stacks and having the ability to jump bodies, basically, that it's not a body, it's a sleeve, that they yep. call it, you know. And they're just not used to being in their actual bodies anymore, you know. And that, to me, I think is a interesting concept. Um, you know, it's kind of. Oh, what was another one I watched that was really good? Um, called the uh, the feed. I think that was on Amazon. Have you seen that one? The feed. Yeah. I have not. What's that about? It's again. It's kind of like near future type thing, but everybody's kind of connected. Um, so it's like you have the internet, but it's via an ocular implant. Oh. Um, and uh, things start going badly. Sounds like a Black um, Mirror episode. I'm in. <laughs> it's actually it was a really good series. I want to say it was on. Let me, let me look it up. I want to say it was on Amazon Prime. Um, yeah, I love Amazon, yeah, it's on Prime, Amazon. Oh, yeah, I'll yeah, just check that out then. Yeah, so it's called The Feed. It was actually a really good series I was watching. Um, what's her name? Uh, the lady that was on um, 
Oh, she. Now I'm trying to remember what she was on. Was it Battlestar Galactica she was on? We're going back in the back in the archives oh. to that one, dude. Oh no, the original, not the original Battlestar Galactica. Then. Oh, okay. That was, that's another series, probably one of my all-time favorite series is uh, the the reboot on Battlestar Galactica. Well, Battlestar Galactica is referenced in one of my favorite shows of all time. That's the only way I have reference to it. Which is there's a have you ever watched The Office? Yes. Well, I have only a couple episodes here and there. So there's there's a character named Dwight who's like the office kind of he's not an idiot, but he's an idiot, if that makes sense. Like he's smart in certain areas, but he's really dumb in other areas. Yeah. And he has a quote, uh or actually he doesn't even say it in the show, Jim does. Sorry. So it, but he's make he's imitating that character, like he's trying to just mess with him. And he says Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. That's <laughs> <laughs> and because that's those are like three things that Dwight loves. And he's like, and yeah, it's just, it's a stupid show, but like, I, I love it to death. And that's the, I, I've never watched Battlestar Galactica. Every time I hear Battlestar Galactica, and this, they don't, don't, don't judge me for this. I think of this really bad movie that had John Travolta in it called Battlefield Earth, like a <laughs> Battlefield Earth one. AE. And it was hot garbage, but I've never watched Battlestar Galactica. I might, I might have to queue it up. I will tell you that it, it's, it's got an amazing storyline. Okay. Um, that they did a good job with the physics of it as far as it's like the space battles and stuff. I mean, it's not like as good as the expanse, but um, it, it's as far as the physics, but the story is amazing. Um, the last, the final, uh, I wasn't a big fan of the final show, the final episode, okay. um, although a lot of few people did like it, but I didn't like the way they ended it. But, oh man, um, I, I'm a huge, I was a huge fan. I watched, uh, when, I, when I was, when it was out on sci-fi work at the time, um, my house knew not to try to talk to me when the show was on. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, now I remember what it is. Um, the lady who, she's, uh, she played Catherine on Game of Thrones, the same actress. Oh, okay, on, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's on the feed. Um, I, was, I knew recognize her for something. You said Catherine. Do you mean Lady Catelyn, the Stark yeah, mom? Catelyn. Okay. Yeah. That's, Kat, what I, that's what I thought you meant. No, I was I was, I was just clarifying because I was like I, I was like I heard I, I, I in my head I translated it to Catelyn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, no. Okay. Catelyn. Yeah. She's cool. So the actress that plays Catelyn plays in the feed. She's oh, okay. One of your characters, but Battlestar Galactica. I, I mean, gosh, the 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 story is amazing. The story is absolutely amazing. There's some serious twists in there, and I don't want to ruin them. Uh, I remember some some of the stuff that was revealed um, when they finally talk about the final five and show the final five. Um, I my jaw literally dropped. You know, I was like, no way. You know, some of it you saw coming, and some of it yeah. makes sense. See it, but at the time it was just like, oh wow. Just like uh, one of my recent ones I've really enjoyed was The Expanse. If you've watched that one. I don't get into a lot of space things. I think I told my dad to watch The Expanse because he watched the new Space Odyssey, space Odyssey series. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember hearing a lot about The Expanse. I don't watch a lot of, like... Okay, fair like, enough. Like, the sci-fi I like is normally, like, uh, you know, not based in space itself. It's, like, typically a lot of, like, on-planet stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have heard great things about The Expanse. Well, you know, and for me, it's not so much that it's... I just like a good story. Yeah. You know, I mean, I love a show that just kind of, or a book or a game or anything that just kind of draws you in. And 
kind of expands the mind, if you will. You know, just um, with the expanse, it was just so well written that it really just kind of draws you in. Altered Carbon is like that, you know? Yeah, Altered Carbon, um, I love that. It's the same concept. It's just that the story is so good that when it ends, it's like, well, I really need to go to bed, but I, I kind of want to see the next show. You know? <laughs> I have been you there. Know? Have you watched uh, the BBC Sherlock series? I have not. Okay. If you, I think that's easily the best series I've ever watched on okay. as far as television. It's got uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman as Sherlock and John, respectively. And man... I pro- so it's re- it's a really weird setup. Uh, it's a younger Sherlock than like in the in the than the Robert Downey Jr. movies, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like him, quote unquote. Like the first season is kind of him becoming Sherlock per se. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first episode starts with him meeting John, and the episode there's only three episodes per season, but they're yeah. they're an hour and a half. They're like oh, wow. they're, they're like movies, basically. Like you could watch one episode almost, and mm-hmm. I mean I wouldn't watch them out of order because that would be kind of weird. Like there are you know references to like previous episodes, but mm-hmm. the first the first episode you'll watch it's it's like a mini movie. It's there's like you know each episode has its own little arc, but it's also an there's an overarching theme between them. Kind of like The Witcher just came out. Yeah, a little. The Witcher was a little bit more sequential, like. uh like even the first season of Sherlock, the first episode and the second episode have a good amount of time between them because it's, you know, it's just like, Oh, they would, they just continued living their lives and, you know, and quote unquote solving cases. What they do is I think, cause it's based on the, the original novels by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. And they like pick certain little stories and, and it's, and it's in modern times, which is really convenient because you don't have to sit oh, wow. there, you know, and it's not like they're not talking in like you know, proper English and like, you know, all that crap, which is fine. But sometimes it gets a little like it's it's not as nice as like and it's also the Sherlock's a little darker like right. you can you can you can kind of see it come out a little bit in his voice and the way he like approaches people. Oh yeah, so I mean because you know I, I had a train of thought and it railed. <laughs> hey man, we've all been there. No, uh, well, I told you it's that forty-seven-year-old brain. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Oh, well, it'll probably come back to me later. But the oh. guy that plays Moriarty in the series is what honestly made the show just like number one. Like you get introduced to him and you instantly are like, oh, like this is happening. And and the show kind of evolves and there's just so much. I, I, I promise you, if you if you like a good story, man, I would I can't recommend a better show to watch. Because I'll have, to, I'll have to check that out. Like, like, like I, I mean, the first episode, like I said, you. I think you'll. I think in the first like twenty minutes, you'll be like, you'll be able to decide yes or no. I, you'll like it. <laughs> which now makes me realize what I was going to say. So you were talking about the sequential. If you really think about it on The Witcher, um, it does jump around. It jumps around from one well, point to another, but it kind of all ties. Yeah. It kind of all ties together in the end, and you realize the actual sequence of events. Yeah, because at the very, I want to say maybe the last one or two episodes, it all starts making more sense. That was probably. I mean, I love the show. Don't get me, wrong, but that was probably the, if I had a detractor, is that it was like, okay, but wait a minute. So how did this happen? But this happened. But then now yeah, this happened. Type of thing. 
I, I don't think you get you can get confirmation like a hundred percent that it, there are different timelines until like episode three or four, because I think it's four. I think four is where he goes to the banquet with the queen, yes. and the the cursed knight is there, and obviously she's not dead. So like, uh, it's like, oh, this is obviously in the past because you know this is how this is working, and you can kind of tell. Because she also walks in and says, like, she just came from a certain battle. And it's like, oh, this is in the past. And the Witcher... And also, like, the one guy is much younger, the the, the wizard or the the mage. Uh, yeah, the mage. And, yeah. The, and then, so I'm really interested to see where season two goes with the Witcher because they're going to explore... I, I The finale of the Witcher, man, I was so disappointed with. And, I, and this is going to sound kind of like... Probably, like, I'm not a true fan, but whatever. Like... <laughs> Henry Cavill was on screen for all of like 10 minutes and I'm just like that's who I want to watch I don't honestly I didn't care about Yennefer in that whole battle and I was like you know it, it's it, it, whatever you know it's fine well, but the I, thing I, th- I think I like about it as far as Henry Cavill um, playing Geralt is that he's a fan yeah he had read I mean, all the books and like played I mean, the games yeah, he's played um, the games and, and like and he's, he's a, a huge, huge nerd. He's a huge nerd, dude. Oh yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of like, you know, um, in the same sense with him and how much he enjoys the whole series and is a fan of the games and a fan of the books. It's like when you find out that certain actors, people that are whether they be voice actors in a game or or actors on a series, that you find out that they have a lot of the same interests as you. I mean, yeah. Dungeons and Dragons, you know, I was I was shocked when I found out Vin Diesel's a huge fan of the game, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> you know, and, you would and not, just, you don't peg guys, or, you know, not even just guys <laughs> like that, but like people that don't look like they do, and then you find out like, oh, they're actually huge nerds. It's like, yeah, that's awesome. Well, yeah. Well, it, did I ever tell you the joke between the difference between a nerd and a geek? I would love to hear this because I have an interesting depiction as well. But he, you tell me yours. Nerds make six figure incomes. Okay. So, so to I'm me, very solidly a geek. <laughs> so to me, so I've I've always used those two words differently. Like I've always considered myself a nerd, but not a uh-huh. geek. Because mm-hmm. nerds to me are people that enjoy things like, you know, sci-fi fantasy, you know, Dungeons and Dragons, things like that. You know, very nerdy things. A geek mm-hmm. to me is someone who's like <laughs> and they and you know they fucking they, they don't they have no social awareness or like <laughs> they don't know how to talk to people. I'm like, you're a geek. Like you're you don't you don't you you don't know how to be a real person. You're like, you're a nerd, but you're also a geek. Like, and don't take offense <laughs> that if you're a geek, like I can we talk, I'll come like, I'll talk to you. Cause, and I want to help you. But like one, you got to take a shower. <laughs> like, bro. Oh, oh God. Conventions. Dude. I, I mean, magic tournaments, man. That's, that's the biggest one for me is, is oh. I went to, I used to go to big magic tournaments and there'd be, you know, 10,000 people not playing in the tournament, but attending. And it just smells like, just straight up bo and i'm like i don't get it like it, it takes oh. 10 minutes like most of you are guys guys mm-hmm. take 10 minutes to shower if that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's such well, a minor inconvenience a, of your day it's like going to an amp guard event so i think you know that <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a larper yeah, yeah. Uh, so um you give it, most amp guard events are usually about three to four days now what is that word you're saying amp guard is spelled a-m-t-g-a-g-a-r-d is it is it french 
No, <laughs> not sure what language it is. It's just the name of the game. Oh, okay. So, so the actual name of the game is Amp Guard. Most people want to say Amp with a P, but it's actually a T. That's what I thought you said at first. Well, yeah. the dentures don't help, but <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's Amp Guard. But so Amp Guard is started in the I want to say either late eighties or early nineties in Texas. Eighty three, <laughs> apparently. Ah, looking it up. There you go. And uh, it's uh, in Texas with the Burning Lands, and then has slowly grown to now it's international. We have mm -hmm. uh, we have chapters overseas. Obviously, it's bigger here in the U.S. Um, the chapter I have here that or that I'm a part of here in Boise is called Rusty Gauntlet, and we're part uh, we're a duchy that's part of a larger kingdom that's based out of Salt Lake. In fact, we have our big event coming Memorial the weekend after Memorial Day weekend. It's actually going to be a five day event. So, but yes, you get a bunch of people who are socially <laughs> awkward. Yep. And have yet to learn the benefits of soap. <laughs> the bet, I love it. The, the, <laughs> have you heard about our Lord and Savior Dove? <laughs> and Old do Spice. A, just, do you have a Do you have a moment to speak to our <laughs> Savior uh, <laughs> Sudsy? <laughs> I, and I think I think what it is is that you know. I don't ever want to feel some make someone feel uncomfortable or unwelcomed, you know, because oh, it's yeah. like I get it, like people get picked on, you know, and I don't want oh, people yeah. to feel like, well, I'm not even welcome here, you know, where people are like minded and like the same stuff as me. But it's like, come on, dude, like you are offensive, like right oh. now, you, you see, so it's it's funny, Neil. So I spent six years working on aircraft, yeah, yeah. The Navy, around a lot of jet fuel. My sense of smell is pretty deadened. Okay, it has to be a very sharp odor for me to smell something. And <laughs> I if I can smell your body odor, we have a problem. <laughs> hey, I will say, I will say, at least for LARPing, you know, being, you know, knights and fighting with swords and shields, it's probably a little bit more in character. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to know the real reason why I became an archer? <laughs> 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 because I I can stand down or upwind. <laughs> oh, I thought you were, I thought you were gonna say you took an arrow to the knee, but you know. Oh no no no! So no, I actually do play a bow. I play an archer. Yeah, I know. I've seen you. You show me pictures. It's yeah. Larping yeah. to me has always been very interesting. I'm I'm really hoping I get to see what it evolves into because I think there's gonna be a, there's gonna be a time where larping I I think meets like augmented reality. Oh, uh, and I think that there's probably stuff out there that has done that. I mean, yeah. What we do is very, so there's a large scale of LARPing, if you will. Um, mm -hmm. What I do is probably on the lower end in that sense. I mean, our game is considered high fantasy because uh, yeah, there's everything from, and it's the best way I could describe the game I play is imagine Dungeons and Dragons, but you are the character. Yeah, I mean that's that's a hundred percent. So I gotta give you a little background story. So I used to play Magic all the time. Mm -hmm. Thought thought D and D was like <laughs> totally nerd. Like <laughs> this is coming from from someone who plays Magic the Gathering. Okay, so right. I was like, no, no, that's like that's that's weird. Like, what if you play a character? <laughs> and I I played video games my whole life where I played you know a character and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But it was. I don't. It was weird to me, and then like I overheard it occurring one night, and I was like, "Oh, that sounds really fun." Tried it out, loved it. 
I'm fast forwarding here a little bit because I've told this story a couple of times before. And uh, then I played, you know, I was playing D&D. Then uh, a couple of friends joined in and one or two of them were also like, they were either, I think one of them was a LARPer, but they were both mm-hmm. like big uh, Rescon fans. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, again, I had the same reaction. I was like, oh, that's a little too out there. But it's like, it's like, it's just, because it, it is like another step, like, you know, towards like Im- immersion it, like immersing yourself in a character you know, you know so it's funny it depends on the game um i see some very high-end LARP go you know there's a there's a larp that's just forming out here called alliance where you are in character you play as your character it's a very light touch game where ours is more of a medium touch um but it is way more role play there's not a lot of role play in amp guard we just go out and smack each other with sticks yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. it's just fun yeah yeah so um there is some role play aspects to it we have battle games sometimes we do quests um, and sometimes we, 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 as they like to call it in the, in our LARP, flurbit, F-L-R-U-R, F-L-U-R-B, flurb. We like to flurb it up a little bit, uh, during court or something like that, but it's not really a centerpiece. RP is not a centerpiece in our game, but there yeah. are LARPs that are like that. Um, and there's some, there's some that's not just sci-fi, um, you go if uh, Europe is huge, but you have a lot of you have sci-fi, post-apocalyptic, um, zombie. You call you name it. There's probably a LARP for it. Well, so every time I think of LARP, I only have one really like good reference to it, and it's gonna be a movie. And I'm sure you know oh, what movie I'm God. talking. About. You know what I'm talking. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. And I love that movie. How can you tell me how accurate role models is? Portraying oh LARP. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm assuming because I'm assuming like I'm assuming you've heard it probably like a million times from people that yes, are like I have. Is it like role battles? <laughs> yes, I but have. I am I am curious how like is it um, kinda sorta but not really. I mean it depends again, it depends on the they were a little bit more on the role play side of it. Especially the uh best- Ken Jong or not Ken? What is his name? Uh, oh Ken, yes, yeah, Ken Jong. Yeah. Yes, J E O N G. Yep, Ken Jong's character. I love him. Uh so it it really depends on the game itself. Like I said, ours tends to be more. We we tend to play more battle games and stuff. Um, so it tends to be team based. You know, like capture the flag, ring the bell. Um, that kind of stuff, but we have classes that, you know, so you have abilities and stuff like that. Um, for our game, you earn experience and go up in levels for attending. So you, oh, get okay. one point, you get one experience point per week that you attend park day. If you go to a fighter practice, which a lot, most parks have them at least once a week, you get a half a credit. So, um, and then if you go to an event, you get one credit per day. So five credits gets you level two. So you see how that, and so it actually takes, if you were to play the same class for a full year, you would make level six, which is the maximum level. Oh, wow. I was like, just six? But you said it was max level. Never mind. I was like, man, that's a long, that's a slow process to level up. But no, it's it's not bad. Most classes by level three is when you start getting into really, really good abilities, if you will. Um, So like I have two classes that I'm out in. One is scout. The other one is archer. Um, both of them are bows. Uh, the only other one I haven't maxed out, the other two I have not maxed out in bows is Assassin and Druid. But 
it just gives you more tools for the kit, I guess it would be the best way of putting it. So we also have um, a couple games that we like to play. Um, I've seen them at events. I've played it once when I was up in Washington called Jug- uh, Jugger. I've not and heard of that one. It's like Juggernaut? Kind of, but it's, it's, it's a five-on-five game. Um, each, uh, each person on the game. Um, so God, what was it? Bloodsport? I think it's not Bloodsport. What is that's, that's that? Jean-Claude Van Damme. That's no, all. No, no, that's the one. one. I got to look it up real quick. Um, I, do, do, do. there's is a, it a, is it a movie? A movie that was, is based from Salute of the Jugger. Blood of Heroes. That's what the name of the game. The name of the movie, uh, of Heroes. It's an old. It's an old movie. It's like '89. But um, so you have. They call it the dog skull, but it's basically a foam thing that we have. And you have the object. The objective is to get the skull on your on your peg on the end of the field. The only person that's allowed to touch it is the quick or basically the person who holds a dagger. They get one dagger gotcha. and it for a weapon. Anybody else who touches it dies instantly. Oh wow. So you basically have to try to protect kind of like your VIP sp- or, you know, kind of. Yeah, but you have to protect him so he can get it and then he can move it and and the the peg that it goes on fits perfectly. So you got to get it right on there, right? It's not like you toss it into a net. Yeah. Um so protecting him, you have uh, the Florentine, which is two sword style. You have a pole arm, you have a sword, board, and then you have somebody who gets to use a flail. Okay, and those are the four positions beyond that. So when you die, it's, so the game is done by I guess they call it stones, but think of it like a steady cadence one and two and three. Each one of those is considered a stone. Right, and so each round is 120 stones. If you go down, you got to count basically 10 stones before you get to go back up and, and play again. The the twist is, if your opponent has lays a weapon on you, basically it's called pinning, and your count doesn't uh, doesn't start. So somebody like I played uh, Florentine, which uh, two sword style. Uh, the one time I got to play it, and I could literally put a weapon on two of the opponents, and they couldn't get back up. But of course, that keeps me from being able to do anything either. But it keeps them from chasing our quick down. So yeah. there's some strategy to it. Well, you're also taking out two people for one, and it's a good trade-off, yeah. especially if your if your guy already has the the skull, and you know you're already down yeah. a person basically anyways. Because I'm assuming he's not going to fight a whole lot with the dagger. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I mean, so. I was thinking of something. Oh, the uh, you mentioned like how there's like more intense RP and like in yeah. your groups that's kind of like that. That's how MMOs are kind of getting, man. Like I remember like when I came back to the game, or so I played Final Fantasy fourteen pretty recently. There, like, RP has grown a lot in online video games, and I'm like, that's I don't know. I I just never for for online video games, I just don't see it. Like in person, I get role playing because it's like you're actually getting to you know, do it, but it's like, when you're typing out in text, you can't put inflection on your voice, you can't, you know... Yes and no. I mean, I so I was on the other... Um, I saw a lot of roleplay when I first started playing MMOs. I don't see it so much. Um, I actually used to run a guild on Dark Ages that was on a roleplay server, on a server, and we... We used to role play all the time. As far as the guild, we had it broken down um, by ranks and stuff like that. And we were supposed to be like a knightly guild. And um, it was just, you know, it just kind of depends, I guess. Uh, to me, I, I can, 
if you're a writer or you like to write things out, you can make it, you can make it where, you know, maybe you don't have the inflection. You can be descriptive on how you're, you're typing stuff out, I guess, if that makes sense. That's true. Yeah. You know, um, so I haven't done a lot of in-person role play, I guess, you know, like I said, the LARP that we do is not a lot of role play in it. It's more, you know, whack each other with sticks. <laughs> um, but I did a lot of role play. I mean, I think in EverQuest, I was an RP server, I was an RP server on Dark Ages. Uh, I did a little bit of RP on EVE Online. Um, you know, so I get it. I mean, shoot, that's why probably why there's a lot, you know, uh, GTA Five is such a big thing with the RP servers. I can see the attraction to it, but I don't see it as much anymore. Um, yeah. I play Elder Scrolls, and uh, I play some ESO here and there, and I don't really see a lot of RP in. So, in four, I think it's really big in fourteen because I, I, I now I could be wrong about this, but I feel like there's like almost like entire like so there's three different data centers is what they're called, which are like mm-hmm. you know th- those have servers. Uh, assigned to them, and the data centers didn't used to speak to one another. Well, one of the whole da- uh, data centers became like super casual, and I think obviously, if you're not about like, because I think I, I I think it's hard to be both an RP player and be like super serious about like getting loot and like you know maybe like chasing like worlds first and stuff. Like you're probably not doing both, right? But uh, the more casual servers had like a ton of like there was a whole server that was dedicated to RP. Like you would always be in character and i mean and you know what's funny is like recently the uh gta 5 rp servers became like really big mm-hmm. and i don't know if that's like people kind of want like something different with gaming they're just tired of seeing like you know just gameplay they kind of want to see it's almost like you're you're an actor at that point you're not even a, a player you're an actor right and and i and i could definitely see the allure for it yeah and i and i think for me Role playing, it gets easier once you get into it, I guess. If that means you know, it, getting that initial step off, it's kind of cringy. It's kind of cringy because it, it's funny because you mentioned D and D, and my me and my friends, we 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 have like a D and D group that it's like uh, five players and a DM, and we were we at first we were like, let's just go kill stuff, get loot, <laughs> you know, and then buy oh, stuff. murder hobos, yeah, <laughs> murder hobos, murder hobos, <laughs> exactly. And then we, and then like, and then we kind of like evolved as players, and we were like, well, we would kind of like to talk more, like, and we we wouldn't do like voices or anything. And then now we're at the point where we're like, we kind of like, you know, when we talk, like, if we're if our character's saying something, we want to, you know, kind of maybe like try to like do it like the character would do it and it's just like that's i think it it just makes it a little bit more fun makes it more your own and you gotta you kind of get a little bit better uh grasp of the personality of the character and kind of get to feel them out more well like i said i think it's that initial step off that's the hard part it is Uh, once you step off and somebody interacts and now it's the back and forth it's just exactly these podcasts i bet you when you first started it was you know or when i was streaming the first time that first time you hit the live button and trying to get used to talking to yourself when there's nobody in in chat, it's the same thing as trying to get out of your comfort zone and interact with somebody in role play. Yeah. Um, once you start getting that back and forth, it becomes a lot easier. Um, same thing, you know, it was probably one of the hardest lessons for me when it came to streaming was just talking to myself. And yeah, talking, I get, I, 
funny yourself. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, uh, it's funny because I I remember I've I was talking about streaming to someone and I said like, yeah, you have to learn to talk to yourself. And they looked <laughs> at me like I was talking like craziness. I'm like, no, not in a crazy way. I'm saying like you have to cr learn how to have Describe a one person, doing. yeah, one person conversation because oh, yeah. people want people want something to like. They want an end. They want they want a way to be like, oh, you just said something that I I, I associate with. I'm gonna talk now, and you don't you can't always. I mean, dude, I've honestly sat there and told stories before, like, oh yeah, hey, the other day I went to the store and you know did this, and it's just like, who cares, you know? I, and I'm still struggling with it at times. I think part of my problem too sometimes is play. Sometimes I play more intense games. So, for example. Escape from Tarkov. If I'm playing with somebody else, I don't want to to start chatting because then comms are you know it's hard to talk to yep. each other. And let's be honest. So if I'm playing something that's super intense, my focus is right there. So I feel bad sometimes when I miss folks that are talking Same. in chat because I'm like, in fact, it happened today and during the show I was doing today. Um, somebody. So my schedule had changed recently because of my uh, job I'm in. And I'm doing more shows in the morning. Well, unfortunately, for one of my regulars, he lives in Australia, so he's not been able to catch me until today. Because oh, I, no. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I know that feel, man. I know that feel. You know, I was going to say, is he, he even messaged me, man, I haven't been able to catch you in forever. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then he did it. jump in chat today. But I was in the middle of a boss fight on Division, mm -hmm. talking to the guy I was playing with, and when I glanced over, he had already left. I was like, "Damn!" <laughs> I I've been playing a lot of Fortnite recently, and yeah. I mean, sometimes when you're in a like the especially near the end end of the game fights where it's just like chaotic, you know, like people are there's four different teams shooting at one another. Mm -hmm. You you if you look at chat, you'll probably just die almost. Right. And so sometimes I'll miss people, but I'll, I always go back and try to catch up. It's it's a hard, it's a bad feel though, because especially like from back in the day when I used to play like survival or you know any anything that was a little bit more casual, where I could look you know at my stream all the time or my chat all the oh, time. Yeah. You you never you know you never miss a thing, but yeah, missing people is <laughs> one of the worst feels as a streamer because you know they they came to see you, and I it's it's it sucks. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, you know I I. I always feel like I have a better show when I have people to talk to or talk with, but I'm, I, you know, I've in three years time and that's good. Like I said, this month was my three year mark. Um, I've Congrats, learned brother. how to do it more. Thank you. Thank you. I've learned how to do it more. <laughs> um, but it, it's definitely something I've been kind of getting there towards. So, yeah, I've, it's funny. I, I, you just had your three years. I actually am coming up on my four year anniversary in five days four days see uh it's actually this coming tuesday will be my fourth year on twitch as, to the day Congratulations. Um, it's thank you and it's been weird i i <laughs> well because like i started off doing like trials carries man and like it was i trust me i was not a nice person <laughs> uh I, I i don't know i was also younger you know being four years younger like is it's weird, man. I don't know. I've grown up a lot over these four years, but oh, yeah. that's that's besides the point. What I was going to say is uh, you were talking about learning things, and I've I feel like I've, I've been slow to learn like a lot of things like you know, the, the talking to myself, that came quickly, but learning how to 
not, you know, jump down people's throats or immediately be defensive about things. Those are things like that come with time. And yeah. it's like, cause like on Twitch, man, I feel like on Twitch, I don't know. I, I, I feel like there's a lot of people, especially younger kids that want to come in, say something. And then they're saying it solely to get you to say like, mm-hmm. I'm happy for you. Or, you know, right. like, Oh, that's really cool. Or they're trying to like flex on you. And right. I'll straight up like either not react or just be like, I, I've, I've tried to people straight up. I think you're lying <laughs> because, <laughs> because like, it was like, so, I mean, what, and I'm not, I'm not saying like, they were like, they, they were saying like crazy shit. Like, yeah. Uh, one time I, I actually discovered that glitch and it's like, I, I don't believe you because this one time. It yeah. You. I mean, that's basically <laughs> what it was, dude. And it's like, it's just like, okay, I feel like you're just making this up because you want to sound cool. But I'm also like, why should I care that much? I don't know. It's, it's like, oh, I get it, it. It's like if they made it up, I. It's like let them make it up. It's like I'll just be like cool and just move on, you know. You know, uh, it's funny because um, you were the second or third streamer I found on Twitch. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so the first one was Ryan. Wow, See Ryan. That one makes yeah. sense because he. If you started three years ago, that's roughly when Ryan found me. Yeah, it was just before he made partner. Yeah, so the, yeah, he he hosted me. I think the, his first his first host on me was like uh like a week or two before he got partnered. Oh yeah, yeah, because so I found I think that's how I found you. That that would you. make sense. Um, it was uh so I found him first, then it was like you, Jay, uh, Jay Coca, was okay. another one. Um, and Praetorian, I think okay. were, were the ones I found through through Ryan. Yeah. Um. And at that time, I was really big into to Division One and stuff. So that's how I kind of you know, all of you guys were playing a lot of Division One and survival. It was you and Jay that helped me figure out how to get my first survival. Run, um, I remember. Did did we help you, or did we were we in the game with you? No, you weren't in the game with me, but you guys gave me some strategy tips. Okay, yeah. And I think it was your tips that helped me get it because it was like the uh, getting the the M44. Yes, know, dude. Yes. And you sit across yeah. the street and yep. snipe the hunter. Easiest yes. extraction ever, man. You can't beat you it. You know dude. they took away that cover, right? Did they really? Yeah, a while back. That so that because you used to be able to sit behind that cover right there on the top. Yeah. There is no cover up there anymore. You have to go down it's- the stairs. It's still yeah. gotta be. It's still gotta be pretty good. Oh, you're talking about up the rope, right? Yep, up the rope. Yeah. There used to be that that guardrail right there. That you yeah, they took it away. Behind. That's smart. I mean, even then, yeah. it's still probably pretty good because you can still peek over the edge, kind of like standing with a sniper. Because you're well, the, you, yeah, you can stand there. The problem is, if you stand up there for too long, they're going to either sticky bomb the crap out of you, or they they burst you down very quickly. Yeah, it's still doable. It's just it's not as easy. It's not. It's not as op as it used to be. Right. Yeah. So, but you guys were the ones that helped me get my first survival run in. Um, you know, it's, it's that's one of the things I think I have to say that I enjoy the most about streaming is the amount of friends and people I've met in the last three years. I agree, know? man. Um, it, I've got folks. My I remember my very first raid. The very first raid I ever got was actually from a guy. I don't know if you know Commander Awesome. If you Commander Awesome. Him. I feel like I've heard that name. I've never met him. Okay. So Commander Awesome was a squad stream. If you remember for a while there, I was playing a lot of squad. Um, yeah. And he was also playing squad and playing, um, he was playing uh, Arma. He was doing a lot of YouTube videos back in the day. And uh, he actually raided me. It was like a 30 person raid, which, you know, back then that was huge to me. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> still huge. I think 30 people is yeah. a 
So um, he 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 was he was kind of a very popular streamer at the time, and uh, or at least getting there. And uh, he sent me a raid for like thirty people, and a couple of those folks stuck around. Um, McLovin, I'm sure you remember him. Yep. He's a regular in my stream all the time now, um, but he came from Commander Officer's stream. Um, Indig, um, which he just he's just recently came back from his mission, but he was uh, you know he's a regular, has been a regular. He came from Commander Officer's stream. You know, those are guys that I never would have met through if it wasn't for Twitch. You know, and that is you know you and and Jay. Although I haven't seen Jay in forever. Um, yeah, Jay, I talked to Jay like a couple months ago, but yeah, he's he's been he's been kind of off of Twitch. Oh well, yeah, for a while now, you know. But miss him. yeah, I do. I miss him too. Uh, he was he was one of those guys I used to catch right at the end of my show when I when I finished at the end of the night. Um, he would be just getting on, and I'd catch you know sit there and hang out for like an hour or so before I head to bed. You know, um, so you know this. I that's one of the things I really enjoy about streaming. Um, the folks that I get to meet, the people that I've got to interact with, uh, you know, that's, that's, you know, it, it, and some, I've had people ask me, how did I get into, honestly, I kind of see it as an extension from before. Um, I, I mentioned, I used to be a DJ. Um, mm-hmm. I used to be for an online radio station called D and D radio. Cause I used to play DDO a lot. And that's actually where some of the other folks that you hear on my show all the time, Rivantos, um, Redfield, Fake Cake, um, all those folks were all DJs with me. Seraph was a DJ with me. All these guys were all DJs with me with the DND radio. And I got, I did that for a year or two before the radio station shut down. And I just kind of missed it. And this is my way of getting to continue to entertain. So, yeah. Uh, well, it's, that's kind of what I told my friends. My, I've had my IRL friends, like they don't really, they, they watch my streams sparingly, but they, they're not a big part of it. Which understands, I mean, like, it's, they're just not, they don't really like watching video games. They don't, they don't watch Twitch at all. So it's like, right. I wouldn't expect them to get on and watch me. That would be weird. But, um, they asked me like, you know, wh- why, one, it was, it was basically like, why do you do it? You know, if, if it, it was like, why do you, you know, why do you like to do it? And I was like, honestly, it's just a creative outlet. Like I have to, if I wasn't doing this, I would be doing something else that would be like a creative way to make something. And it's like, I may not be creating great stuff, you know, but I am creating something and it, it does satiate, like it does sa- like sate that need, uh, that hunger to do it. Oh yeah. I mean, it's my, the best way I describe it to someone, Twitch or, or Mixer where, where I'm doing stuff now, um, is I play games anyway. So I, that's what I do. That's my, that is, I don't go out and party. I don't stuff you know my wife and i usually just hang home all the time um you know she's doing her crafting stuff and i'm usually goofing around on the computer now yeah. i just entertain people while i'm doing it so here exactly I am. <laughs> but that that's that's the moral of the story man is like if you don't have fun doing it and you're not trust me guys you heard me say i started it to do trials carries so i was basically starting streaming to for money don't do that i know everyone says that and every and like money's great like you should care about money but that should not be the sole reason you do it. You should be doing it because you enjoy it and you actually either want to create or, you know, like the social aspect. I've I've had people start streaming just to make friends and it's 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 that's a good way to do it, but just you know, do it, it for the it, right it, reasons. That's, that's an awesome point. I mean so people about you know, what's the goal? The dream. Yeah. Honestly, the dream. If I were to say 
where would I like to be at some point? My dream is, yes, I would love to do this. I would love to be my own boss. Um, I have that entrepreneurial uh, uh, spirit, if you will. Um, but I would love to be able to do this for a living. I'm not there yet. I'm not going to be there for probably a long time. In the meantime, I'm going to have fun doing it. Don't do it because that's your main goal is to make money because it's not going to happen. You're going to spend a lot of streams streaming to yourself. I God knows how many uh, streams I've done with zero viewers. Yep. <laughs> you know, and but that's it. It's it's if you're doing it for that reason, then you're going to burn out. You know, I've had I've had some ups and downs. Um, I was doing really well for a while there. I was averaging twenty to thirty folks watching me on at night. When I was when I was doing the two shows a day right after AT and T let me go, um, right before AT and T let me go, and then um, that happened and life got in the way and I had to take about an eight month break because I was focusing on the life aspect of stuff and and providing for my family and I came back and kind of had to start over again and you know it's that was rough that was that was disheartening I guess because I had been gone and out of sight out of mind. Um, started to build back up and now i back in august i moved over to mixer and been on uh, there and i've seen more growth in the few months i've been on mixer than i did on twitch in two years and but i'm still growing and to me i get on there because it's fun. i get to meet new people i get to have fun i joke around you know most of the folks that hang out in my channel tend to be folks that are kind of um older gamers like myself and enjoy our dry sense of humor and uh have a lot of fun and laughs and you know there's a reason why my my saying when i get a new fall don't forget to point and laugh as i die in new and interesting ways <laughs> yep it's the best man i i think i think streaming is just honestly it's it's helped me with a lot of things in my life but it's it's fun because it can also be bad though i mean there's as, as much great as there is to it if you focus on the bad parts like like you said you stream to zero viewers you can look at that you know, and laugh at it, kind of like we did, and like we ha we both have done it, and it's like you can also like focus just on that and be like, well, I'm terrible. People must hate me, and it's like if you if you already have like social like anxiety or like depression, probably don't want to stream because it's not going to have a whole lot of positive impact if you if you focus on numbers. I'll say that, but oh, yeah, absolutely, it it can be bad. But yeah, man, uh, I was oh, go ahead. What were you gonna say? No, I was just going to follow up on what you said. Uh, I'm a very analytical person, as we discussed earlier, like how I like to dig into stuff. Yeah. That was probably the hardest thing for me to break was not to stare at the viewer count. Yep. It's easy. It's, it's got to turn it off, man. Oh, yeah, I do. Um, you know, that's the nice thing with Mixer. I don't have a regular dashboard like I did with Twitch. Oh, yes, yeah. I can kind of see it, but I don't see the graph. I don't see the, the list of names. That's what really kind of um changed it for me i guess is that i don't stare at the names or i don't stare at the viewer count or you know um i just kind of have fun and that's the part that you know you have some folks that get on air and they're a completely different person than they are um, yep. in real life i'm just me i just go out Damn. i have fun I joke around what you see on air is what you skit when i'm in person um, i actually talked about person. that today about how like I'm pretty much the same person regardless of who I'm around. Like, mm -hmm. it, you know, I will, I, I think I should probably do a better job about, you know, maybe like feeling people out because, you know, if you first meet me and I'm just like busting the same types of jokes as I would if I, you know, were hanging around my, my good friends, you may be like, this guy's an asshole. 
<laughs> and I wouldn't blame someone if they thought I was an asshole, you know, for meeting me for the first time because I could be pretty abrasive or, you know, uh, just prickly uh, if it comes to like certain issues. But yeah, I uh, I think streaming is great, and I think you know if you if my, my the thing I always tell people if you think you would enjoy it, try it out. Don't spend a lot of money and. You know, it's it's fun. Like, try to have fun with it. But it's not something. It's not something for everyone. I'll tell you that. It, I found there's an interesting statistic. I think most streamers quit within the first ninety days. Ooh, I made it past that point. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's like it's like it's like a high percentage of streamers quit in the first ninety days. Oh but yeah. If you've, if you've been streaming longer than three months, you're you're a veteran basically <laughs> at streaming. <laughs> Uh, or just haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> no, man. I mean, it, it's it's interesting. It's fun. It can be frustrating. I know that there has been times where I have, where I've about wanted to put it down just because I felt like I wasn't making any traction. If that, Same. If that makes yep. any sense. Um, you know, it, it's funny because sometimes you can, you know you could be doing this for three years or in your case and sometimes it's still hard to hit that live button you know yeah. um because there are times sometimes i just want to you know yesterday i normally get on on fridays i didn't yell yesterday but i'll be honest i wasn't feeling it if you're oh, yeah. not if you're not feeling it if you're not um in the right headspace that's what i would say exactly yeah if you're not in the right headspace if you're having a bad day just don't, don't stream don't stream because if you stream it's going to be a 10 times worse yeah. than if you just you're, you're gonna like rage out or you're gonna you're just gonna be kind of like already kind of annoyed or you know whatever and if someone hits you the wrong way like it's 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 not gonna go well but yeah um i'm gonna say cheers because you know you just hit three years i'm about to hit four years yep. uh we've been friends for almost i would i would say probably right around three years because i mean like like yeah. i said you said you were, i was the second i didn't i didn't realize we it doesn't feel that long, man. Oh my gosh, uh, it's so crazy to say three years, but yeah, I know, right? It, it, it's amazing that it's been that long. I mean, uh, it, a lot of stuff has changed in three years. For, that's for sure. Yeah, but uh, I go ahead. I was, I was, I was just gonna uh, say it's it's been a blast, man, and oh. I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. I I'm trying to like get everyone I know on the podcast, but it's like, I just, I've met so many people, you know, especially streamers. And it's like, they're like, when I, when I, when I was going through my list of names, I was like, Oh yeah. I was like, I haven't had Bandio on. And it's like, I, I don't know. It's like, it's like there, there was someone that I, I heard through the grapevines or, and I, I feel bad because someone told someone else. I know that they were like, man, Neil hasn't invited me on his podcast. I guess he doesn't want me on. I'm like, Nope. I will gladly have you on. It has nothing to do with that. Most likely, I just haven't thought of it because it. it, it I, there's just so many people I want to have on the podcast. It's like, well, and, and truth be told, Neil, I haven't been able to hang out on your channel in a while because. Well, we also stream know, during the same times and like you know, and different platforms. Yeah, you know, so it, you're on Twitch. I'm on Mixer. It's hard, man. So, and it's like I know some folks that I still consider really good friends. Unfortunately, I don't get to see them as often because I'm not on Twitch. So. Yeah. You know, and I get that, and this is what it is. Mm -hmm. It's, but yeah, well, here's to another three years, man. Bandio, well, thank, uh, you. thank you for being on the podcast. Everyone that's listening, if you 
uh, are still here. Thank you. And <laughs> definitely, definitely go check out Bandio. Uh, I, I, all of his social links will be in the description. And I uh, should have told you what they were in the intro. So make sure you guys check them out. Bandio, you have a wonderful day, man. And uh, I'll see you again in three years. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me, man. I'm very honored to, to be here. And uh, thank you again. And you have a great day, man. You too, buddy. Bye. Bye.